0: Welcome to River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg. I'm Nolan Bicknell,
1: And I'm Robert Zirk. On today's show, we're continuing our coverage about Nourishing Potential. We went on site to visit two different organizations to talk about how they're making a difference in their communities.
0: Uh, the first we visited was the Winnipeg Aboriginal Sport Achievement Center, or WASAC for short. Uh, they tell, they're going to tell us about how they're creating a new generation of leaders from today's youth. The second one we visited was Inner City Youth Alive, and we'll be talking
1: to them about how they empower youth and give them the means and the knowledge to help cook healthy
0: meals for themselves and their families. These stories, some great local music, and much, much more right here on River City 360. All right, Robert, I think maybe today we should kick the show off with a, with a song. What do you think?
1: Absolutely. I think uh, let's let's start things off with some music. Here is You're the One by The Vogue's right here on River City 360.
2: Every time we meet, everything is sweet. Oh, you're so tender, I must surrender. My love is yours. Never let us part. Ooh, never leave me. Please don't deceive me. I want you only, you. I love you more each day Yeah, 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 yeah You're the one There may be some tears Through the coming years Ooh, all the while I know you'll be smiling I've been through that.
0: Thank you for tuning into River City 360. Um, so, Robert, uh, I think it was Thursday we went on a site visit it was. To, to visit Wasac, which is the Winnipeg Aboriginal Sport Achievement Center. We got to check out their facilities and speak to their executive director, Trevor Lafort, about the difference that he and his team is making in the community. Well, what do you think about the day?
1: Well, I thought that WASAC, or the Winnipeg Aboriginal Sport Achievement Centre, they had a pretty cool setup. Uh, It looked like they were just getting ready for their summer kids' camps, which looked like they were going to be
0: a lot of fun. Uh, Trevor did mention the kids' camps when when we talked, and he also talked a little bit about their developmental leadership programs that he really focused on, uh, he really emphasized, sorry, creating new leaders in our communities by sort of giving them the skills and the mentorship they need to succeed. So here's my entire discussion with Trevor Laforte, the executive, the executive director of Wasac. Thank you for listening to River City 360. I'm now uh, on location at Wasac, which is the Winnipeg Aboriginal Sport Achievement Center, and I am talking to uh, Trevor Laforte. He's the executive director of Wasac. Thanks for uh, taking the time to sit with us. Thanks very much. So I just, uh, for our listeners who aren't familiar with WASAC, just tell us what it is and, and what it does in the community.
3: Uh, well, WASAC has been around for uh, just over 15 years, and what we do is uh, we started off as a sport organization, bringing sports to Aboriginal kids uh, in the North End. Uh, now what we're doing, it, it involves sport as well, but we are uh, doing a lot more different kind of programming, uh, uh, whether it's after-school programming, uh, programming up in the northern communities. Uh, we're in Shematawa, Pungassi, Pungasi, Brochet um all sorts about uh leadership development uh giving skills to youth uh all that sort of positive stuff i
0: I like the term you used earlier about building leaders or building new leaders tell us a little bit about that and how important it is
3: for kids to understand how to become leaders in their communities well uh we've been doing uh i like to say uh provide positive programming the three p's and we've been doing that for 15 years and and we get a lot of uh uh, accolades for that work but i don't I, i think that that uh our biggest uh, thing that we bring to the community is the leadership development. Uh, through the years of WASAC, over uh, 800 Aboriginal youth leaders have worked, uh, have walked through these doors and, and worked for us. And uh, that's very important because those, uh, those youth are, are mentors, those uh, youth are uh, um, role models for their younger brothers, their younger sisters, their cousins, the community. So uh, the most important thing that I think we've done uh, over the years has uh, built uh, great uh, youth Aboriginal leaders, uh, have gone on to become a, a variety of different things, and uh, just a positive role models in the community. So what sorts of things are coming up this summer for WASAC and what do you guys have planned
0: coming, coming down the pipe?
3: Well, the big thing in the summer uh, is our, uh, is our uh, kids' camps. And uh, what that is, is we're in uh, almost 90 schools, and it'll be nearly 2,000 youth that uh, walk through these doors. And uh, these kids' camps are free day camps. Um, So uh, for instance, a youth would come for one week, uh, free day camp, we pick them up from their schools, they come here, they, they, uh, they're at our camp, they have a healthy, nutri- nutritious snack every day, uh, healthy, nutritious lunch, uh, they go swimming, they play different games, they meet uh, uh, a bunch of different uh, kids from, from, from around the community, and then we take them home. And this is all done free of cost. So through the summer, we'll have 2,000 kids through here. Um, we will have uh, 70 Aboriginal youth workers that will be their uh, um, camp counselors. And then, uh, we also have a, a youth development, uh, leadership program, um, which is called our youth achievement program. And, and what that is, is it's uh, giving uh, kids different skills, um, just to further them along in their careers. And then afterwards they come on as like, it's kind of a shadowing program and they help at the camps. Um, so it's kind of a mentorship program. We like to think of, uh, what we do at WASAC, It's almost like in terms of you climb the ladder, you come to the camps from the time you're seven to 12, uh, 13, 14, you, you, uh, you help out volunteer which we have a ton of youth volunteers uh then you you join our youth achievement program where you get a bunch of other different skills that benefit uh, uh, that benefit you for your career and then you also come along and help out at the camps. And then as you're at the camps, and you have uh, different responsibilities as you grow older. It kind of comes full circle from starting at the bottom and then slowly sort of climbing the ranks. Exactly, that's- exactly. Well, much like uh, a hockey team and you're, and you're, you're a minor league and learning the ropes, and then later on you're the leader that's uh, showing those ropes to uh, to the other youth following behind you. Fantastic. So where can our listeners go to find out more about WASAC? Um You can uh, f- uh, find out information about us on our uh, website, which is wasac.ca. Um, or you can uh, give us a call at our office at 589 uh, So that's W-A-S-S-A-C.ca. WASAC.ca. WASAC.ca. Okay. Yeah. Perfect.
0: Thank you very much to Trevor LaForte of WASAC for sitting down with us today. Perfect. Thanks a lot.
1: Thank you again to Trevor Laforte of the Winnipeg Aboriginal Sport Achievement Centre. For more information, as Nolan and Trevor said, you can go to www.wasac.ca or call 204-589-2772. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from another organization that's helping youth right here in Winnipeg and is also a member of the Nourishing Potential family in inner city youth alive. But first we've got Nothing Can Change This Love by Sam Cook right here on River City
4: 360. If I go a million miles away I'd write a letter each and every day Cause honey, nothing, nothing can ever change You can pass me by But honey, nothing, nothing Can ever change this love I have for you Lord, you're the apple of my eye Your cherry pie Your cake and ice cream, all oh, your sugar and spice and everything nice. You're the girl of my 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 dreams. But if you were only to leave me and when you got back. Say welcome home, cause I ain't nothing, nothing, nothing can ever change this love I have for.
1: a child can't get the necessary nutrition there's no way for him or her to learn and thrive at home or in a classroom one winnipeg man is trying to make sure that this doesn't happen kent Duick is the director and founder of inner city youth alive and he's taking a different approach to helping out hungry kids all throughout winnipeg's north end kent sat down with us to discuss how he's helping youth by giving them the skills and the knowledge to help themselves Kent, first of all, tell us how and why you decided to start Inner City Youth Alive.
5: Well, Inner City Youth Alive started in 1986 when a friend of mine and myself as volunteers started to get involved in uh, helping out in the community and it was a simple vision basically to do stuff in the inner city. And uh, so uh, we were young, 21 years old, and just really wanted to get involved in actively addressing some of the issues that we saw as, as really challenging in our community.
1: Some of those issues, it seems, include childhood nutrition. What was the reason that made you want to focus your efforts on that problem?
5: I would have to cite a specific event. I was out in the, out on the street and I was talking with one of our neighbours and a kid was pulling on my shirt. And the kid was around, I'd say, five. And I turned around and uh, after I was done talking to the neighbour and I said, what asked him what he wanted and, uh, and he asked to sell his toys to me. And he had a handful of toys and he was hoping to sell them and, and I said, Why are you selling your toys? And he said, He said, I haven't eaten. I want to take the money and I want to get food so that my brother and I can eat. And so, of course, that's sort of an anecdotal kind of motivation, just a story. But as we dove in, we found that more and more youth uh, and children reported that they didn't have sufficient nutrition. And so we started to think about the implications of this and how that would affect schooling, how that would affect their kind of general health and growth. And, uh, And we felt it was incumbent upon us to do something. And
1: you have nearly 30 years of making a difference at the community level. It really sounds like you're sort of approaching community building from the ground up. What other kinds of things does Inner City Youth Alive offer?
5: So Inner City Youth Alive offers a drop-in program for youth in our community. Uh, We offer a uh, a work skills program where we uh, engage youth that often have been gang involved. We engage youth and get them involved in renovating homes in our neighborhood, building skills, building their lives and we have a uh, a camp up north on Gem Lake where we take youth from our community as well we have leadership development initiatives that happen within all of our programs which is kind of our signature sort of focus is that we really believe that there's strong leaders within our community and our focus is to develop those. Another program that we offer is our Meals for Kids program which is sort of augments our other programs and is more than a meal it's a meal nutrition as well as uh, an opportunity for kids to sit around and, and build supportive relationships with youth and staff.
1: Surrounding the youth in your organization with positive role models seems to be part of the strategy here. Is that true?
5: As we dove in we found that more and more youth uh, and children reported that they didn't have sufficient nutrition and so we started to think about the implications of this and how that would affect schooling, how that would affect their kind of general health and growth and, uh, and we felt it was incumbent upon us to do something and And so uh, we 've done this very intentionally and and we do not want to groom youth in our community for soup kitchens or for a sense of de- create a sense of dependency and so the meals are prepared by volunteers or staff from our community and and there 's youth on the other side of the counter that are from our community that are serving the food and and the food is served around round tables where uh, kids sit with volunteers so it 's not so much about. Uh, that dependency as it is about uh, the conversations that happen around the meal and the food is just really kind of what brings people around that table. So it, it offers nutrition, it offers relational support and it, uh, it is done in such a way that it does not create dependencies.
1: That's what I found really interesting about the program, creating self-sufficient youth that you help, again, by teaching them to help themselves. Can you expand on that a little bit? What else are the kids getting from the program besides the nutrition?
5: For youth to get kind of the potential to imagine that, you know what, this could be a career for me. It's more than just today I'm serving a meal to these kids. It's, uh, it's, you know what, uh, staff you know, enforcing like, you know, healthy ways of preparing the food and making sure that they're handling, they're, they're, you know, adhering to food standards and and health standards. And, uh, and so in the process, youth are learning actual job skills. So it's not just it's not a soup kitchen. Fundamentally, it's so much more than just a meals program. And so for the youth, you know, it's, uh, uh, there's a wonderful thing that happens when the youth who's involved in serving the meal, they can say to themselves, you know, I can imagine actually doing this with my future. And B, they, the kids that are receiving the food can see, hey, here's one of my peers from our community doing something that now, they can start to envision themselves getting into the kitchen and and learning under our supervisor's teaching. And and so, again, it just creates imagination. It creates possibility. It creates a future.
1: And that future certainly seems to be a bright one. Thanks very much, Kent, for sitting down with us to discuss Inner City Youth Alive and all the great work that's being done within your organization. If you'd like to find out more about Inner City Youth Alive, you can visit them on the internet at www.icya.ca.
0: Thanks, Robert. Now here's Daydream Believer by the Monkees right here on River City 360.
2: Oh, I could hide neath the wings Of the bluebird as she sings The six o'clock alarm Would never ring But it rings And I rise Wipe the sleep out of my eyes. My shaven razor's cold And it stings Cheer up sleepy G Oh what can it mean now To a daydream believer And a homecoming queen? You once thought of me as a white knight on his steed. Now you know how happy I can be. Oh, and our good time starts and ends without our love one to spend. But how much, baby, do we it? Do I?
0: next installment in our series about Winnipegers who, through foresight, planning, and generosity, created a lasting legacy that helped make their community a better place. Here's my co-host Robert Zirk. Yaring Timmerman was an exceptional athlete,
1: centenarian, and philanthropist who inspired many with his determination, hard work, and generosity. Timmerman's family immigrated to Manitoba from the Netherlands in 1913 when Yaring was four. After an unsuccessful attempt at farming, they settled in Winnipeg. During the Great Depression, Timmerman started out as an office boy at a grain company, eventually working his way up to become the company's president. Timmerman began swimming competitively in 1978, determined to realize a dream that would be another 22 years in the making. He set four world records in competitive swimming at age 100, along with two more a few weeks before his 105th birthday he passed away in November 2014 at age 105. Timmerman also gave generously to a number of causes and always helped others in need. He was a strong supporter of Booth University College, which is part of the Salvation Army, and a fund in his name at the Winnipeg Foundation supports officer training there. Then, just a month before his passing at age 105, he established another fund at the Winnipeg Foundation this one to provide scholarships for Canadian students attending the International Music Camp. Since gifts to the Foundation are endowed, they continue to support our community for good forever. Over time, grants made surpass the value of the original gift, multiplying the positive impact in our community. When you give to the Winnipeg Foundation, you're joining Mr. Timmerman and thousands of others with a foresight to support our community
0: for good forever. So, Robert, we're uh, nearing the end of the show right now, and normally we would have Noah Ehrenberg of Community News Commons come in and do sort of the CNC roundup and and what's been happening in in citizen journalism but he is uh he's gone to banff this this week to do a retreat i believe it is yeah so i thought maybe this week instead of having his opinion on a local talent i'd ask you uh, a talent we could showcase on rc360 well uh canada
1: day took place this past wednesday hopefully everyone had a great canada day great and, day off uh, yeah absolutely um there were a lot of local artists that played at the forks at the canada day celebrations there and one of those artists is uh, called french press
0: yeah french press is a, a young woman that has been sort of taking winnipeg by storm a little bit she's a very talented singer songwriter and uh yeah i think it would be uh, great if we could feature one of her songs on here uh, which song were you thinking Uh, Let's go with Spin Cycle. Great. So right here on River City 360, we have the local artist French Press with her song Spin Cycle.
6: You like to play, you like to play and pretend everything's okay. You flash your money in my face and want to take me on a date. You had a fit, you had a fit. You followed me in your car You picked me up, went to the bar Going through the spin cycle with you Going through the spin cycle with you This is my sixth or seventh time Trying to leave your face behind I got way too much on my plate To keep on making these mistakes Cigarettes. I sat and counted my regrets. Going through this cycle
0: Spin Cycle by French Press, a great local artist that played at Canada Day down at the Forks. Uh, if you like what you heard, you can go to her website, which is frenchpressmusic.com So frenchpressmusic.com That's it for River City 360. I want to send a special thank you out to Trevor LaFort and to Kent Duick both for sitting down to talk about their respective programs, both under sort of the umbrella of nourishing potential. So thank you very much for that. If you'd like to make a gift to Nourishing Potential, please visit our website at www.wpgfdn.org. Or if you have a smartphone, you can text the word GOAL to 45678 to make a $5 gift.
1: That's right. And if you'd like to make a gift in person, uh, you have a number of options. You can come to our office downtown. So we're in the Richardson Building at 1350 One Lombard Place. Um, Or if there's an Assiniboine Credit Union branch near you, you can go to any of the Assiniboine Credit Union branches in the city, and they can take your gift to nourishing potential for you.
0: River City 360 Views and News from Around Winnipeg is a project of the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with Community News Commons and CJNU 93.7 FM
1: please give us a call. We would absolutely love to hear your feedback. Our listener line is 204-944-9474, extension 290. Again, one more time, that's 204-944-9474, extension 290. Uh, Leave a comment about what you think of the show or future show topics or a song request, anything, we'd love to hear it from you.
0: Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week.